This is episode 13 of the Rise Up Podcast. We're a morning radio show hosted by Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life, a network of stations across New York and Pennsylvania. Our podcast is a weekly conversation that will help you think and grow in your faith. If you haven't already, subscribe today so you don't miss a single episode and find out more about our show at familylife.org. We might not know what God has planned for today, but we're going to face it together. This is Rise Up on Family Life. Hey, how did you guys get here? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> what? I don't mean like right here talking with each other. Right. Oh, okay. I meant here. How did you get to Family Life? How ah. did God bring you yeah. to Family Life, Tim? Oh, my. Wow. Well, I, I grew up listening to Family Life, which is just, I mean, there's just something about that. It's its so special to be able to be somewhere that you've known really your whole life. Um, so I, I did grow up listening to Family Life, Christian Home. Uh, we listened to it as they're getting ready for school. On the way to school, everybody at our Christian school knew about Family Life. It was just kind of, well, it was the thing in, in this area where I grew up. As a young person, I had my very own radio show. Mm. I was kind of a, actually, and I, I fronted that. I was a bigger deal there than, um, than I am <laughs> here. Uh, it was called Timothy Live. Yeah, it was, um, <laughs> if you were going to listen to it, though, you would have had to have had a cassette player and I would have given you my cassette because I recorded it myself and listened to it myself with my brothers. So that was the extent of our audience. But, you know, so I did that when I was a little kid, just always like talking into this little microphone, recording my voice and pretending as if I had an audience. I did go to school at a Christian school and studied broadcasting. Actually really liked audio production. That's why I wanted to get into that major. Well, what really got me here to family life was the internship program that we have in the cool. radio production department. And uh, I've just got to say to anybody who wants to learn more about something, always take the step to do something to learn more. You know, it's not about mm -hmm. what you're going to get out of it. Yeah, it might lead to a job if it is an internship sort of thing. But even if it doesn't have any obvious benefit, just choosing to do something because you're passionate about it, because you want to learn more, is always a great step. As it turned out, when I was leaving school, graduating, I interviewed at another Christian station and was actually waiting to hear back from them. We had a number of interviews, was really feeling good about this, I was waiting to see what was going to happen. And as I was kind of waiting with my phone, knowing I was going to get this call any minute, I got an email from a Rick Snavely. <laughs> <laughs> Just God's timing, how that works out. Totally unexpected. Didn't anticipate, was waiting on something else. And that came at just the right time. It led one thing to another. And here I am today. It's just an example of how God's timing is the timing that works out every time. It's always in God's time. Remind us uh, again, you've just the Rise Up show on Family Life you've joined recently. Uh, remind everybody how long you've actually been at Family Life, including yeah. internship. Yeah, how that's long right. Been? Yeah, I, I interned at Family Life in 2015 and started working here in the radio production department in 2016. So I've been around these halls for mm -hmm. a bit before venturing into the studio and getting to have fun in the mornings. So been here for, well, coming up on six years now. Right. Therese, were you ever a guest on the, uh, on the Tim, Tim Live, Live show? show? Yeah. I don't know, but I wish I was because <laughs> that yeah. sounds an awful lot like a show that I used to produce 
in Dryden, New York. It was <laughs> it was mm. the Therese Abbey show. Oh. <laughs> it was oh. a lot of fun. Oh. And I also oh. had a cassette recorder. Yes. Um, but I may have used a record player to play the audio. <laughs> and so um, so it was funny. I started very young in radio. I was still in high school when I had my first internship, Tim. And uh, it was cool. I took a career aptitude test and two things came out on top. One was interior design Mm -hmm. and the other was radio. Mm -hmm. And if you saw my house, you would know interior design is not my thing. That was a gross (laughs) mistake. But um, but I just decided to visit a radio station and then knew that was it. And I just had worked in secular radio my whole life, went to college for radio, you know, started working. At one point, I did airborne traffic. That was a lot of fun. So I flew in an airplane every morning and every afternoon. But uh, I was working at a station that was helping to promote a Stephen Curtis Chapman, Michael W. Smith show. And they had asked if we wanted to go out on stage. And so I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll go out on stage and you know talk to this audience of people. And there was one other person who was allowed to be on stage that night. No surprise, it was Rick Snavely from Family <laughs> Life. And so when we got off stage, he was like, wait a second, who are you? And this is what's really weird is that from the moment that I was born to my whole growing up years, to the entire time I was in college, to the time after college, I have always lived within range of a family life signal. Wow. But I had never known anything about family life until after I met Rick. And it was just kind of strange to me that like God was waiting for such a time as this. And it just happened to be during a season when my family was going through some transition and some change and family life was exactly what we needed, you know. And so my takeaway is just that those chance encounters, you know, and if I could go into all the details of why Rick happened to be on stage that was supposed Mm -hmm. to be Randy and there were different things that happened and Randy wasn't the one that was picked and it was Rick and it was just this whole weird situation where you just go, but God. And so I don't know. I just... I don't know if we'll ever be able to understand how God keeps all the small details in order. You know, like the big stuff, like getting the earth to rotate and the moon to turn and the planets to not all crash into each other. Go, yeah, he can do that because he's God (laughs) and he's mighty. But then like the little meetings where you catch somebody's eye and ends up being your best friend for 40 years. Like, I don't understand Mm -hmm. how he coordinates all of those little things to make it so that this person and this person are at this place at this time so that this happens. Uh, That is always something that will leave me in awe uh, because I I don't know how he does that for the billions of people, you know, throughout all the course of history. (laughs) Right. I think we all in just in your two stories, I mean, we see God's hand as he leads. And doesn't it seem like when God leads, it's like, wow, that seemed like I don't want to say that we're easy, but it was like smooth or when God's behind it, that goes. And 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 I look at that that way. And also I look at the word at least in my experience, and I, it, it still helps me today, not only in job searching, because it's not about the job, hmm. it's all about obedience and God leading you. That's why, you know, and, and you listen. I mean, that's why God gave us the Holy Spirit hmm. to, to, to do that. But unfortunately, I didn't have a show when I was a little kid. Like, uh, you <laughs> know, they have cassette recorders when you were a kid. <laughs> well, I know. My was, my, here's what I did, though, is what I didn't record. I kind of wish I had a video camera. They didn't have those either. Um, I would, I wanted to do something, I think, in that because I was, I must have been five years old when I would go up in my bedroom, go behind the curtain, 
close the curtain and I my aunt would buy me the I had these bolo ties you know there's a little I think yeah. they're called bolo ties yeah, they, yeah. Look, they look a like a little skinny little like your yes. little western kid exactly yes. they western. look like a little microphone almost or it could be oh. with a good imagination yeah. right. I would go behind the curtain close and then open I'd be by myself my parents would tell me this and they'd sneak in and look I'd open the curtain and they'd go like Hello there, I'm Steve. You know, I'd pretend that I was doing something like that, a little bolo tie, you know. Anyway, so I guess what I hear from all of you, that that radio and, and that has always been a passion. It's always been in our hearts, something along those lines. And and so I did that. I've been in radio all my professional life. Uh, and then the particular obedience part that comes um, to family life. And Therese, you've been here 12 years, correct? Uh, yes, 12. Yeah, just celebrated 12. Tim mentioned six. Uh, I've been here uh, 11. 11 or coming up on 11. And uh, before I moved to Family Life, which I had never heard of Family Life, I was currently down in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and had been doing a morning show down there just a little less than 20 years. And they changed format. So I was out of work, uh, out of radio work. I was doing some other things. And then all of a sudden, through a God thing, uh, through a connection uh, that I had had uh, in Tulsa, uh, they emailed me and said, Hey, do you still want to get back in radio? Are you still interested in radio? And it was funny because just before that, probably not even a week or two before that, mm-hmm. uh, I'd been meeting with some guys every week and we'd have kind of a combination fellowship, Bible study, just how's everything going in life kind of thing. And I walked out of there one day saying like, boy, this is fun. I wish I could just like talk and talk about Jesus. Cause just like you, Therese, I've been in secular radio all my life, never been in right. Christian radio. And it's like, wouldn't it be fun just to talk about life but also get to mention Jesus, because Jesus is the one that puts us all together, and I would love to do that. And then I'm, I can just picture myself in the parking lot still saying, God, you know, if you don't want me to be in radio anymore, it's yours. It's fine. I don't, you know, I had a, I've been in radio a long time, and um, if you want me to be done with it, I'm fine. I'm giving that to you. I don't want it anymore. So that's when, of course, about a week later, I get this email from a friend saying, are you still interested in radio? And I was kind of like, hmm, I wonder if I am. I think I am. Wow. So he sent me this thing. He said, there might be an opening at this place called Family Life, which I'd never heard of. And it's in Bath, New York. And I'd certainly never heard of Bath, New York. I was down in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I'd never been there. Anyway, so uh, one thing led to another. And I looked online and said, oh, this looks like a, oh, this is a real place. And um, But my son at the time, my son was a, just finishing up his junior year in high school. My daughter was just finishing up her freshman year in college. And we had no desire, let alone intention, to leave where we were. Because, again, when you have a son that's going to be a senior, right? a daughter just finishing her freshman year in college, a couple hours away, we're like, we're not going anywhere. But this spark, like, hit me. It's like, radio, wow, Christian radio. I get this is This is exciting. So I was excited. And that's where that Holy Spirit, that obedience is like, all right, God, if this is you, if this is really you, I'm just going to keep taking one step at a time and be obedient to that Holy Spirit call. Mm. So uh, we, I picked up my son at high school that day, and we're driving home, and I said, hey, uh, here's a question. Uh, this is not a job. It's not even a job offer. It's not even a job opening yet. Right. But if we would move to a place called Bath, New York, don't ask me where it is because I don't know exactly yet, but if we move there for your senior year in high school, well, what's your reaction to that? And again, I'm asking God all along, this is you, go ahead. And, and he said, you know, we thought about it for a second. He's very thoughtful, and he said, well, I probably and he was very involved in his high school. Played sports, played you know, and he said, "Well, you know, I'd probably miss some people and cry a little bit, but if it's God, let's go." Wow! And that was another wow. like step. It's like, all right, mm-hmm. God, this is, this is you. 
And, and, and so it, it just one thing led to another. And again, when God's leading the way and veto, and you're just obedient every step of the way. And that was in, I think, May, April or May. And by July 25th, 2011, I started my first day at Family Life. So it was only a few months mm -hmm. to move from Tulsa, Oklahoma to, to Family Life. And it's, and again, it's just about that obedience we had a house down there that we owned and we we're like, what are we going to do now? And people were telling us, well, one, don't rent it because you're going to be far away and certainly don't rent it to friends. That's like the worst case scenario. Realtors were telling us that. But that Holy Spirit told Audrey and I, it's like, huh, well, we have these friends <laughs> who want to <laughs> rent our house. Yeah. So that Holy Spirit went against yeah. good advice by people, well-intentioned people. But the Holy Spirit said, no, go ahead and rent it. Well, it ended up we rented our house from day one to these people for several years, and and then they had to move, and then our house, we put it on the market, and it sold a couple years later within like a week. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. If we had decided not to come to family life, if it didn't work out, because a lot of people out there are saying, okay, I have these two job offers, or I have this, I could stay here or go here. I don't mm -hmm. want to miss God. Right. I don't right. want to miss God. I'm convinced that if you give it to God and you say, Lord, this is yours, do with it what you want, Direct, he will bless no matter which step you take. If we had stayed in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and I stayed out of radio, I'm sure God right. would have blessed that. Sure. So it's not about the job or it's not about this. It's just about giving it to God, being obedient in whatever that situation is. It doesn't have to be a job. So anyway, obedience is what it always comes back to for me mm. when it comes back to how I got to family life. We were just obedient and said, all right, if this is you, keep taking us every step of the way. And sure enough, every step of the way became easier and easier and easier. Obedience. That's the one word I think of when I think of, how'd you get here? <laughs> Obedience. Obedience. They're morning people because they love mornings and people. It's Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. The most offensive smell ever with apologies to Shasta and to Lily, oh. and to Casey, oh. wet dog oh. has been deemed the smelliest of all smells. And I, this I don't no. understand. I mean, we yeah. give the dogs baths. They like to play in their kiddie pool. And okay, whatever. You definitely can smell wet dog. But have <laughs> these people never smelled ode to teenage sneaker oh, yeah. or... Six-day-old fish leftovers in the office fridge. I mean, where have you been all this time? It's Steve, Therese, and Tim helping you to rise up on family life. A friend you can turn to. I am a great sleeper. I'm real. I should have you guys over and just watch me sometimes. I'm wow, just, that sounds riveting. Well, I mean, Not I just, weird at I, all. I should go to the live stream instead. That's creepy. <laughs> I'm just, just a sound sleeper. But the one thing uh -huh. that bothers me and it keeps me awake is like I'm almost asleep, ready to oh. go into that perfect sleep that I've much mentioned here. Mm -hmm. uh, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, my body will just like, oh, I'll twitch. Oh, yeah. And then it just right. it startles yeah, right. me, wakes me up. And then I have a hard time going back to sleep again. I was like, what right. causes that thing? Well, I, I looked it up and found that there's one theory that states that's the natural slowdown of the nervous system. Hmm. And then all of a sudden causes the body to twitch involuntarily. Hmm. They don't know the exact thing, but that's the best that the experts have come up with. What I love about the whole thing is the, the name of these. Oh. They actually have a name for those really? things. Really? Yes, they do. And here it is. The name of these are hypnic H-Y-P-N-I-C. Hypnic jerks. <laughs> well, I've, I've known been, a couple been, of them. I've been, I've been called worse. <laughs> 
May the blessings of the Lord be with you in all that you do today. This is Rise Up on Family Life. Well, this would have been awkward. Um... I mean, anytime you put your foot in your mouth, it's an awkward thing. Literally or figuratively, pretty awkward when you speak too soon. Well, that's what they did when they named this flower the Gastranthus extinctus. Yes, quite a quite a roll-off-the-tongue kind of name, so I'll be uh, emphasizing that subtle part at the end there, extinctus. Hmm. Yeah, so the researchers named this flower after the fact that, you know, it was extinct. It didn't exist anymore until till they found a bunch of them actually living in the rainforest in Ecuador. Oh, yeah, kind of awkward when you name a plant after the fact that it's extinct when it's actually still alive and thriving. Somebody spoke too soon. You know, if we don't get to speak for a plant and say when mm. it's over, why do we close that book on our own story sometimes? Right. Yeah, maybe the plan didn't go where we hoped for it to, but... I think it's too early to call it extinct yet. Only God gets to say when the story's over. Hmm. Maybe hmm. they were referring to the smell of the flower. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> that's true. Maybe it's not a very lovely smell. Yeah, the gastroenthus extinctus. It's yeah, you, okay. That's extinct. what they were doing. Uh-huh. Still awkward, though. We, we Still awkward. Extincty is what we do, yes. We weren't sure how you liked your coffee, so we didn't make any. Hope that's okay. It's Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. Has to be the strangest job combination since the laundromat tanning salon. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, what? There's a bunch of them in Ohio. That's not my point of this whole thing. Okay. Yeah, there is. There's a bunch. Of, it's the only state I've ever seen that has laundromat tanning salons. But again, wow. that's not my point. It's the strangest <laughs> since then. My point is, in Alaska, they have a job, and it's not an uncommon job, where you're a combination Post office worker, and you monitor penguins. <laughs> ah, yes. Well, of course. I mean, kind of, kind of makes yeah. sense there. Uh, so the penguins are, you know, they're there, and they have to monitor the penguins and sure. do the post office things. And I'll tell you, those post office workers in Alaska, some of the best dressed post office workers <laughs> I have ever seen, <laughs> and they waddle a lot. <laughs> Come closer to the radio so we can see you. Wow, you look great today. This is Rise Up on Family Life. Let's take a moment to consider, just imagine, what if there was social media in Bible times? Hey, Wise Man 1 here. Thought I'd do another unboxing video for you guys today. My first one with myrrh kind of went viral. And the last one I did with frankincense seemed pretty popular. So, uh, three guesses on what we're unboxing today. It's another makeup tutorial with me, Edith, or as y'all like to call me sometimes, Lot's wife. So my skincare routine, I know, sounds crazy, but salt scrub, you really got to cake it on there like the Gamora, the Maria. Have you guys seen the stuff Peter's been posting recently? Like, what's the big deal about this Jesus guy? I don't know, but I want to go fishing with him. Did you see the pictures of their last catch on Galilee? Hashtag squad goals. Colossians 3, and whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus. God's Word cares about how we use our words. 